Hello everyone, thank you for tuning in to Point of Insanity Game Studios Geekery in General Podcast. I am Al, and you know, it's been a while since I've had a quickie, so let's start with today's topic and I'm going to be talking about Final Fantasy VII, specifically the remake. Now, long-time listeners to the show might be wondering, why is he talking about Final Fantasy VII? Uh, it's not a game I've talked about a lot. I mean, mention it maybe here and there, but I haven't dedicated an entire episode to it. Kind of like how many, many, many episodes ago, my good friend Dan from the Radio Free Borderlands and I did an entire episode just on Final Fantasy VI. And the reason that I never really talk much about Final Fantasy VII is I've never actually played it. I have friends who've had the game, and I've watched them play it every now and then, but it's not a game that I have much familiarity with. See, back then, when the gaming consoles were starting to go from the old-fashioned cartridges to the the disc-based systems with, you know, like the, uh, the PlayStation... I didn't jump on that bandwagon. And the reason why is, at that time, first, I didn't really have the money to invest in an entirely new game console. Plus, to be honest with you, I was having enough fun with my 16-bit Super Nintendo and even my good old 8-bit Nintendo, so I didn't really see the need to, you know, get an entirely new game system, especially since at that time, usually if I went to the local used game store, I could find games for the Nintendo or the Super Nintendo at a pretty good price. Even games today like, you know, Chrono Trigger or Final Fantasy 3 that go for huge sums of money, relatively speaking, on the secondary market, you could still get them for a fairly reasonable price back then. Well, this is what made me decide to talk about this topic, and I'm recording this on January 10th, and it's kind of a cold, crappy, miserable night. We had snow followed by rain, so my driveway is basically just a big old slush pond, and I was out there trying to get rid of as much of it as I could, and you know, when you're out there in that blustering cold and dealing with snow flying around your mind starts to wander to different places. And I was thinking about Final Fantasy VII. Because, of course, that's been in the news with the remake. And one of the things that I'm sure a lot of people are wondering is, will Aerith be able to be resurrected in the remake? Because way back when, I mean, and you know, the the whole idea of can you take a playable character that died and bring him back to life certainly didn't begin with Final Fantasy VII. Now, of course, this wasn't the only Final Fantasy game that had playable characters die during the course of the adventure. Now, uh, for the 16-bit era in Final Fantasy II-4, in that one, we had Tella, the sage, He died during the course of the adventure, and oddly enough, there wasn't really a lot of talk going around on the the young internet back then, 
as to whether you could bring Tella back. And maybe because there really wasn't that much emotional attachment to it. Yeah, he was on this mission to avenge his daughter. And I, I guess we could kind of see why it wouldn't make sense to bring him back. Because he essentially sacrificed his life to cast the Mateo spell. And his old body just couldn't handle the strain, and he died. So I suppose it makes sense in that regards why you wouldn't be able to bring him back. But, of course, in Final Fantasy 3 6 we had General Leo. And long before people were scouring the internet for various methods and ways to see if they could bring Aerith back, we were trying to see if there were ways to bring General Leo back, and probably the most theoretically plausible method that I heard. It's like in the World of Ruins, there's some small group of islands and I think like the northeast part of the map and supposedly you wander around there enough times and you'll encounter some, I think it was like a some powerful dragon or some variation of the Zone Eater and if you kill it, it drops something called the the Resurrect Potion, and if you took that back to General Leo's grave, it would bring him back. And uh, one internet show I don't watch as much as I used to, is, it was called Pop Fiction, and they even tried to examine one of the more popular rumors for how you could bring Aerith back, and it involved, like, you had to have certain members of your party in you know when you in well you have to have certain characters in your party rather when you and then visit certain areas and then if you talk to a certain person they tell you something and then you got to go to this area and then then this area then you go here and then you use this item over there and then supposedly you go back to some place and you'll find Aerith uh, good as new and there was some debate as to whether Aerith was meant to die permanently I believe it was in that same Pop Fiction episode, they did reach out to a member of Square, and they said that they were actually debating as to whether Aerith should be brought back or whether she should remain dead. And the designer back then decided, let's keep her dead. And looking back, he saw the emotional attachment that people had for this character. So he felt that they made the right decision in making it so that you can't bring Aerith back, at least not without a cheat device, but we're not going to go there. And I think that's why Aerith should not be brought back in the remake, is because in the original, there was that emotional attachment to the character. Not from me personally, since I haven't actually played the game, but I'm sure that there were a lot of people who played the game and were... It's like when Aerith died, it was like, (gasps) you know, it was kind of that same reaction that my wife had when we watched uh, Episode 7, Star Wars Episode 7, and when uh, Kylo Ren killed uh, Han Solo. It was kind of like that same reaction that my wife had. And so in that case... Aerith's death carries weight because we cared about her. It was a a player we tried to, or it was a character we tried to develop. So it's best that she was kept dead in the original, and I think that's why she should kept be kept dead in the remake. Now, and again to go back to the episode that Dan and I did on Final Fantasy VI when we were discussing, okay, if they ever do make a 
a complete remake of Final Fantasy VI, should you have the option to bring General Leo back? And he said no, and I totally agreed with him because, well, as we discussed, you had this emotional attachment to the character, even though in General Leo's case, he never... Well, you you only got to play him once, and it was for a very short period of time. But if he died in that heroic manner, you know, because again, he finally realized the Empire was evil, and he was going to do whatever he could to uh, to oppose it. If he died, and then you were able to bring him back, it made his death meaningless. It wouldn't carry that emotional weight that it it did. And I think the same should hold true for Aerith. However, that doesn't mean that they can't still do things with Aerith. Because, and if there's any Square Enix uh, executives out there listening, yeah, right, but you never know. Here's an idea, and you can actually look to one of your other games you made, Final Fantasy Dawn of Souls. Now, Dawn of Souls was a game for the Game Boy Advance, and it had remakes of Final Fantasy 1 and Final Fantasy 2. Now, this version of Final Fantasy 2, in the States, we never actually saw it, at least not a physical copy. Um, that one stayed in Japan, and I think the reason they kept it in Japan and they decided not to bring it over is they felt that the game mechanics wouldn't be to the liking of the typical American gamer. And they also felt that it looked and played too similarly to the original one. So again, it it might not get the market that the game needed. So, and I don't remember why they didn't bring Final Fantasy 3 over. I think they didn't bring that one over because, again, they changed the game mechanics a lot. And they felt that it wouldn't appeal to the American audience. So when... And by this time, it was probably, they were probably fairly well into the development of the Super Nintendo. They probably figured rather than make an 8-bit game for a system that's going to be dying out soon, let's focus on making a game for the new system. And that's where we got Final Fantasy IV. But in Dawn of Souls, they had a bonus game included on there. When you beat Final Fantasy II, you unlocked a game called Soul of Rebirth. And in the the story for Final Fantasy II, there are several characters that do join your party for a short period of time, but through the course of the story, they end up dying. And what Final Fantasy Soul of Rebirth did is you got to play those four of those characters in the afterlife. So I'm not sure really what the mythology is behind Final Fantasy VII, if they do touch on any concept of an afterlife in that game. I mean, I know they talk about the life stream, so I'm not sure exactly how that plays into the game. But I think it would be kind of a neat idea if Square would make a game where you do get to play Aerith in this, you know, this afterlife, whatever it is in the game. So, who knows, maybe they'll decide to do that and... I wouldn't rule it out because I was reading an it was either an article or watching a YouTube video where they were talking about the remake and they were considering releasing it in an episodic format. Like if any of you ever played Final Fantasy 4 the after years for the Wii Virtual Console, 
that's what they did there. So essentially what they did is you really, you got the first part for five bucks after you completed the first part, which only took about five, six hours to play through the main story. Then you could pay another $3 to get the rest of the game. However, there were also various tales for each of the characters like Edward and uh, Yang and Edge and uh, Palum and Porum. And, uh, you know, so what they did is like if you wanted to get the full story, not only did you have to buy part one and part two, but you also had to buy all of these individual episodes. So I'm not sure if they're going to do that model, but if they did, I could see introducing like a you know, a story of Aerith uh, afterlife or, you know, whatever. So who knows? I mean, they've been, there have been tons of spinoff products on Final Fantasy VII, so I wouldn't rule it out. Well, thanks for joining me for this quickie, and hope you enjoyed the show. And, uh, of course, you can find me at POIGamestudio.com. Uh, don't forget to check out some of my videos on YouTube And if you're on Facebook, stop by Point of Insanity Game Studio on Facebook. Feel free to like the page. And if you've got any ideas for topics you'd like to see me cover, feel free to leave a message and I'll be more than happy to consider it. Thanks for joining us and have a good evening or morning or afternoon, whatever it is, wherever you are, and happy gaming.